Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon. And I'm your co-host, Roz. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We are here each and every Monday from 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Vox Wave. Vox Wave, baby. Vox Wave, baby. The ladies of Vox Wave. The ladies of Vox Wave. Yes, thank you, thank you. We want to thank everybody that's watching us by YouTube, on VoxWave.com, on Facebook and Instagram. We want to thank you. We will be taking questions and comments in the studio. You can definitely give us a call here at 240-719-2568. We have some gentlemen in the studio today that's going to bring us a wealth of knowledge. Yes. <laughs> I need my notepad. I don't know Absolutely. why I my notepad right here. Absolutely. <laughs> we have Dr. Sergio in the studio and also Demi Sanya. So we will be bringing them up shortly. But as you know, as we do here every week on the McYon Show, first thing we get into is our girl chat. So hello, Roz. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. How was your weekend? Booked and busy. Booked and busy. <laughs> you know, the Manley's family is always into something. A um, couple of auditions we had this weekend and casting calls, so we are excited about that. Mm. Um, Imani, you know, she just keep us busy very busy <laughs> you guys are a very active family of actors and models and singers and coaches everything and <laughs> and still a wife still, still look still gotta be a still wife gotta right be a wife and a mother mm -hmm. your weekend oh my weekend was good i got a chance to go over to um the tech recreation center over there in fort washington oh, maryland yeah. over in brock road and I was able to teach a um, parenting workshop on teen um, dating violence. So it was awesome. The room was full. Um, the parents were so amazed at um, how candid I was with the information that I was sharing. And we all know that this month is February and it's Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. So yes. this is definitely one of those months that we are very active with education and awareness. Mm -hmm. And it was awesome. Um, I had. Um, the partners for this event was um, at Earthly Embrace, of mm -hmm. course, also the Family Justice Center, right, right. and um, the National Harbor chapter of Jack and Jill. Oh, okay, okay. So it was phenomenal. We had so many um, teens there that were signed up, and it was just awesome. You know, I love doing this. I love being able to go in and teach the teens, you know, just the basics about right. relationships, and you find out just how much we really don't know. Um, exactly, and what a, another thing that I have noticed in um, partnering with you guys on mm -hmm. some of the events is just the record number of teenagers that are coming out now and parents. And parents. Like, that's the thing, even the event um, that you did last week that we did together. Yes. Just all the parents that was asking the questions and asking us, do we do a teen parenting class? Um, on that, I was just like, wow, like, it's, it's working. So I remember the numbers were slim, and now mm -hmm. we are overbooked and, and, and having more classes and then i finally had a chance to look at all the comments mm -hmm. um it's one thing to have a 52 we had 52 teenagers mm -hmm. on that one to have 52 teenagers in a room but to see their comments mm -hmm. and their questions i was like 
they wasn't just in the room. They were in the room. They were in the they room. Were and they were engaged. Yes. They, they were engaged. But they really loved, they loved you. They talked about your um, hot buttons. Was your yes, topic hot buttons? Yes, and, yes. And it's funny when I kept seeing that because, again, you guys, I say for that one, I'm not in there as much because I have teenagers, so I kind of let them be in there. But as I was looking now, how I knew it was you because one of the kids wrote, um, Miss McYon, hot buttons. And I was like, but I saw hot, and then but they drew a little button, so I didn't get it at first. I was like, oh, oh, you thought they were saying I was a hottie? Yes, I oh. was like, is this a new word? Because I was trying to keep up on the terminology the kids use. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, is they saying she hot? Like, let me find out. They was. Then I was like, oh, this is a button. Oh, bless their heart. So, yes, that's how I realized that you... So, but it's just amazing um, to see all the teens is actually coming out engaged and seeing that the parents are also engaged and want information. Absolutely, because like um, on, on the event um, Saturday that I did, I had the opportunity to um, speak to the teens and also I did a workshop with the parents and the parents was in the room like with their mouth open mm -hmm. the entire time right. and when it was over you know they just kept thanking me and they kept on saying oh my god can you please give me your card do you have a website because we need to share this mm -hmm. this information that you are giving us is so big and that's and that's our goal you know right. well, all we want to do is to be able to go into the classroom setting sit down with parents and teens just to give them enough tools where they can go back home and start the conversations yes. Yes. because that's where it starts at yes yes Right, and that's all we can do anyway. That's, that's like, all we can do. We can just give them all the knowledge that we have, the resources, the things, have the conversation, open conversations. I mean, and prayfully save one, or one at least go and tell another one, and then we have everyone talking about this. So, absolutely amazing. Work. Absolutely. Amazing. You know what I was telling the kids this weekend also is that, you know, sometimes we we sit and we hear things and we say, okay, well, that uh, um, that don't pertain to me. And so when I was hearing it, I started saying, okay, well, then you need to be an ambassador. Then what you're here learning, it, take it back to your friends. If you see your friends dealing with this, um, this situation, then this is the tools that you need to be able to help them. Because all the time, it may not be you at right, that time right. going through. Right. But you still need to have the knowledge mm -hmm. so you can be able to pass that on. Yeah. So it was it was awesome and, and kudos to an earthly embrace Shout and the Family you. Justice Center yes, and um, yes. the National um, the National Harbor chapter of Jack and Jill. Thank you guys so much for seeing the need to put this out in the community. Yes, thank you. Because people are finally buying into it. And I, <laughs> they are. And I know how hard we work to get people to buy into it to partner. And now they're just coming. Yes. Like they're hearing about it and they're just coming like. Our fight is not as hard as it was a year or two years ago or three years ago when we were trying, when we was talking about how important this was. Um, a lot of people didn't even know that February was Teen Day and Violence mm -hmm. Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. um, just all kind of stuff. And now it's like, booked and busy. Signed absolutely. up and ready to do this. And absolutely. And remember last week when we was on the radio and at the um, the event with Zonta uh -huh. and Charles um, County, we were talking about that when we have so many issues going on with our teens and when we come to these round tables and we have the congressmen there and council members and all these different people from all these agencies we had noticed that the school board is never at the table right so it was amazing so saturday i had a chance to meet someone who was um who who's on the council for prince george's county and 
we, t we, we brought that to his attention about the school board not being at the table. Uh -huh. So he said, you know what? He said, I have noticed that too. And so he said he would love to partner with us to come to his office to sit down and Look talk with him. And exactly, Look and talk with him and tell him about where the needs and um and then try to get a, a, a meeting where we can actually get the school board at the table. I'm trying to do that in Charles County. So also. I was like, wow. <laughs> I said, look, and just like you said, look at God. Look we at was God. just talking about this. We were. And another thing, like you said, we was at Zonta two weeks ago. Um, shout out to Charles Regional Hospital. Yes. Who, let us, who uh, allow us to have the facility there. But even the people there were just amazed at how many teenagers showed up, mm -hmm. how they, they came in and walked in and kind of listened to a little bit of what we were doing and how amazed they were and was, and was ready to like, okay, when is the next one? How can we help? Like, that's just like a blessing. That it, is it a blessing. It speaks volume in itself just when they are actually walking into the they're seeing the teens engage, asking questions. That's the biggest part for me is the conversations after. Yes. Because that's, that's how I know that they're really into it and retaining the information because of their questions afterwards. Absolutely. And also for the ones who wasn't able to catch our show last week, we actually had 10 of the teens to come with us on the show last Monday. And so we continued the yes. conversation here. And I tell you, it's been blowing our, our show up on YouTube. We've had so many people sharing it, so many people asking questions, and a lot of parents just saying how they are so amazed to see how freely the children had opened up. I remember last week uh, a father was like standing in the doorway. Yes. And I believe he, he his, had son. Been, his son or his daughter, mm -hmm. or I don't know if they were sibling, but I remember looking over in his eyes as they were speaking, and I was like, I mean, he was just like so amazing. And when we walked out, he was just like, thank you. And I was just like, we don't even know what that thank you was for or mm -hmm. what it was about, but mm -hmm. he watched his children have his child or his children because I don't know if both of them was here. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the 10 teens that was on here were awesome teenagers. Awesome. They were very vocal. They talked about, um, they talked, they put me on some stuff that I had no idea. But no. <laughs> and they even helped me. Like we always tell them that even though they're in this um, environment and they're learning from us, we are learning from them. Yes. Because I used some of the things that they taught me last Monday on Saturday when I talked to the parents. Yes. Yeah, to give them that's the feedback. Because we have to meet them where they are. Like, we have to get in with the teenagers to, to know what we can discuss. And those 10 teenagers held nothing back. Nothing Especially back. Especially the guy that was, like, sitting right mm -hmm. there. He was on it. He like, no, this is this, this is that. And it was just amazing. Um, I think the youngest was 13 mm -hmm. and the oldest was 17. Yes. 10 teenagers, 13 and 17, just talking about um, things that they're dealing with, things that they're facing, controlling, um, healthy relationships, things like that. It, it was just amazing. That, I mean, that last Monday was just amazing. Um, please continue to share and watch it. We had people reaching out to us daily about it, um, talking about how can we get teens on every month. So mm -hmm. if you're looking to sponsor them, please uh, hit us up for that because that was an amazing. amazing Absolutely, and I'm glad you brought that up because you know we did get people reaching out asking, could we do a teen segment every month? And so we was like, wow, that would be awesome. Yes. And so we are looking for businesses and parents out there who would like to sponsor that segment on our show every, um, I think we will probably do it every third Monday, yeah. but we would have to look at our schedule. But if that's something that you would like to invest in, the children and community, please reach out to us. We are on Instagram and Facebook. I am at MBA Speaks. 
and I am at Roz in the community on Facebook. Absolutely. So, whoo, this is, I'm telling you, it's going to be something awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's going to be something awesome. And I kept on sharing all last weekend. I kept on sharing my um, favorite quote of um, Frederick Douglass is that, you know, when it comes to teens, and people always ask me, how do we eradicate the epidemic of domestic violence or even just violence against women? And I always go back to that quote, and you know, um, Frederick Douglass says that it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. So our children are the future, and so we have to invest in our children. I agree, and I always say that within myself, um, being a survivor of teen domestic violence, I'll always say, I want to live in a world where we don't have to become my age and then trying to repair a broken person, Absolutely. a broken woman. I know how hard it was for me to try to get the help and repair the things that I was going through. If only I could have tapped into this when I was going through it or if yes. I knew who to go to when I was going through it, it would have helped me tremendously. So that's why my work uh, is not in vain. I know that God is using me for that purpose because we're going to stop this. Absolutely. <laughs> and on that note, because we are definitely going to change gears because we have two phenomenal men in the studio yes. right now. We have Dr. Sergio here and also Demi Sanya. We're going to take a quick break. You are watching the McYon Show, and they'll be right here back at the desk. Thank you for watching. In 2018, I personally helped several people reclaim their healthy lives with a ketogenic lifestyle. Together with our team, Wakaya Perfection, we've helped over 4,000 people struggling with weight loss to burn off unwanted fat naturally and control hypertension, type 2 diabetes, and high cholesterol with our Bula Fit Keto Fuel Shake and High Impact Ginger and Turmeric. Contact me for yours, buttons, boutthatketolife.com. That's B-U-T-T-O-N-S-B-O-U-T-T-H-A. K-E-T-O-L-I-F-E.com or call at 202-875-3926. Weight loss expectations are approximately one to two pounds per week. Individual results can and will vary. Oh, 
watching the McKeon Show. I am your host, McKeon. And I'm your co-host, Roz. As you can see, we have these two handsome gentlemen at the table with us. <laughs> to my right, I have Mr. Demi Sanya. And you. to my left, I have Dr. Sergio. Welcome. And when I tell you guys, after you guys hear the information that they share, you're going to definitely want to remember their names and get in contact with them. So guys, as Roz said, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. We're it, excited absolutely. To be here. Absolutely. I am excited. I am so excited to have you guys here. It is such a pleasure to um, to even when I first met you guys and you know and the message that you have. I just I'm, I'm still shocked at everything that I'm hearing and reading and everything. And I'm so thankful for you guys to be able to take the lead and to be able to share this information within our community. Wow, thank you so much. And uh, it's such a pleasure to be here because all the work that you're doing, uh, you need to be, uh, re you know, we need to acknowledge that. And uh, it's, it's really exciting to hear about what you guys are doing with the teenagers and right. just everything else. So right. hats off to you for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I work with Sister Mick Young on another show. And um, we had, you know, that's how I got to know you. Yeah. <laughs> with all due respect, that's past, but now we're here, and um, mm -hmm. I'm excited. And once again, congratulations to you ladies on what you're doing with your nonprofit and giving back to the youth and wanting to see our communities in a better place. And this is the time to work as a family, work as a whole for a better cause. 
Absolutely. So I do commend you both. And thank, you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then we're going to talk about that other part that we need in our community <laughs> oh, to help bring our families right. together and, and build and, and, you know, and give our children something different, mm -hmm. you know. Right. So with me saying that, what I want to do, I want um, Mr. Demi to introduce himself, tell a right. little bit about himself, and then Dr. Um, Sergio, you will be next. Right. Well, thank you, Sister McYoung. Um, Demi Sonia, and actually... When I'm doing my um, YouTube channels, uh, well, my YouTube channel, which is called Wealth Building Made Simple, a Rich Education, I like to lead with Demi Sonia tuning in from the United Snakes of America. But I'm mm. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, I like that. The District of Corruption. Not, but oh, wow. I'm a native here in Washington, D.C., born and raised um, from elementary on up to college a couple of years and just fast forward and always wanted to go to school at that time to learn business but um, I ended up being an entrepreneur on a lot of different levels and my first entrepreneurship journey was an ice cream truck and I used to rent that I was the only ice cream truck we used to give the children their change back I would come through with the actually the music that we had playing the go-go band and um, they used to love our ice cream truck and then I, I, I didn't know the word leverage but I was learning leverage I would give them their change back and they end up spending the money Again, they didn't want any of their change, but they wanted to actually get more goods. Mm -hmm. So fast forward and through that, you know, as a young man coming up in D.C. from, you know, the early 80s on through the 90s, you know, I just thank God for where I am today. Um, government worker, after I got out of school, kind of, you know, just didn't really, it didn't appeal to me at that time. But um, I got my commercial license, got into transportation for a few years, and got introduced to an industry um, that has led me to where I am today called Free Enterprise. Um, the I can say the system that we're going to talk about today wasn't originally what I got involved in, but at that time it really was an industry that taught me how to become an entrepreneur, um, taught me how to um, you know address people the correct way, learn to network as I'm learning. Your network is your net worth. If you mm -hmm. don't have a network, if you're not leveraging the efforts of the other people, and as we see, your work really until you die. So I, it was a development stage, and I'm still learning, always a student. You know, a master's degree or a PhD doesn't make you better than the next person. Mm. And especially with those type of degrees, I learned that there's no financial literacy with those degrees, so it doesn't really matter. It's just a piece of paper. Not saying that they haven't accomplished great things, such as our doctors and lawyers, but we must understand that in today's time, we need to understand money because we see people who are working for money. It doesn't seem like they're getting, you know, too far ahead. Mm -hmm. So moving right along, um, the industry of free enterprise has led me to a great company that's developed an ecosystem, and we got a brother who I'm just excited to be with. And that's why I like the industry of networking. Mm -hmm. When you understand what wealth is about, wealthy people are not by themselves. Um, you know, as we see people going to and fro, really not much to talk about with people. You know, when I say that, meaning with all due respect, people walk by each other not even smiling or speaking because they really don't have much to offer. So I've learned to communicate, network, help people. But at the same time, I remember a few years ago, I was in Whole Foods. And I saw a brother whose face looked very familiar because we were all part of the same organization. And when I spoke to this brother, who's Amazon's best-selling author, he's been in the game, made millions, lost millions, made millions again, and he's killing it in our industry in a good way. And when I say that, meaning that he's helping so many people, this brother, not just being Dr. Sergio Rozelle, but he's been an online marketer teaching people how to develop a network so they can have that financial freedom. So. This industry, if I didn't have it, I wouldn't be sitting in the midst 
of you ladies, but at the same time with Dr. Sergio, who I'm just grateful to be working with as a business partner and as also my mentor, you know. So they say you are other five people you associate with. So, you know, I respect my people. But I don't want to hang around people who I can't learn from and who will not help me help others. So mm. that's the individual that I'm around mm. today. Yes, yes. ma'am. Mm -hmm. That was powerful. So just a little bit about myself. I'm not doing, I'm no one special, but I'm doing some special things. When you're talking about saving people from working until they die, when you're talking about giving real financial education, we're not working for commissions, we're not here to sell a product, we're talking about doing what the wealthy do, mm -hmm. which is develop networks and learn how to diversify their money so they can be protected no matter if the economy is going up, down, or sideways, the wealthy know how to make it happen because they open up the information. Mm. That is powerful. Absolutely. Mm. I forgot my Dr. Sergio. <laughs> Do I still have to say something? <laughs> I know, right? Yes, we got to keep it one. Let me, let me say something with everybody. First mm. of all, um, I'm Dr. Sergio Rosell, but thank you so much again for having me here. But I don't want to thank you for having to follow Mr. Demi Sanya. Uh, this gentleman, uh, he's not going to say a lot about himself, and I'm going to embarrass him just a little bit here right now. Uh, <laughs> This gentleman is very humble, down to earth. Mm -hmm. The integrity is impeccable. Um, I don't. I too don't like to spend time around people that don't add. Mm -hmm. You know that mm -hmm. people that detract mm -hmm. or are toxic. I don't like to spend time around those folks. Um, I have. I have no problem with bringing Mr. Sanya around my family. Mm -hmm. um, he's uh, become a good, a good uh, friend of mine as well. Um, he actually. Uh, you know, he's a good friend of my mother who is actually in the studio with us today. Yes, yes she is. is. Very she beautiful does. woman sitting here. You know that Wonder Woman is in the studio. That's right. She's here. She is here. So, that's a blessing. So we're going to keep off camera, though. That's a blessing. He might be there. Anyway, so, so, but, you know, but now this gentleman um, he's a, has a tremendous story. Um, his heart is of gold. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I mean it because, you know, he's learned so much and he, not, he doesn't just learn to learn and know information. There are a lot of folks, I had a lot of professors in, in college when I was getting that piece of paper. Um, I want to say something to all of you out there that, that did go through that journey and who um, went for higher achievement and you're sending your children to higher achievement. Please understand, no one's berating that. Right, um, right. I'm someone who obviously has gone through that as well. And I'm not in any way belittling that. You worked hard. You deserve what you got. And um, hats off and salute you. Right. Um, but while I was in business school, as I shared with uh, Mr. Sonya and other folks, I noticed that some of my professors weren't economically sound. Mm. They talked a lot of good theory. They were able to share some, um, some, some strategies and some, uh, I guess the best way to put it would be some best practices for how to work with someone else. But... Um, very few of them were actually financially independent. Mm -hmm. So being a person who also grew up in, in Washington, D.C., uh, who is uh, in the DMV area in North, you know, Northern Virginia area, and the, um, being around folks who had very high-paying jobs compared to the rest of the nation. Right. But um, I assure you, for those of you that aren't from this area, uh, I assure you that the same exact financial sickness that you deal with, no matter whether you're in middle America, in the South, or wherever you are, mm -hmm. there are some, the exact same situation was happening here in the DMV. Right. And I had to come up with an answer to that and why that was the case. Mm. And so 
Um, I was very fortunate uh, when I was in grad school uh, to come across to, to study under a gentleman by the name of uh, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, author of Think and Grow Rich, a Black Choice, uh, New York Times bestseller. Uh, and this gentleman um, had a conversation with me when I had been approached by someone in the industry of networking. And, um, and I respected him because he was walking the walk, not just talking and giving me theory. Mm -hmm. He was actually living it. He was a very successful person. And he told me, yes, that's a very viable industry, very viable company. You have to do it. If you want to be successful, it's the best way to go. Right. And he said, but you are going to work. Mm -hmm. right. And you know what, guys? We all work anyway. Mm -hmm. Right, right. At some point, you have to decide, are you going to work for yourself? and live your dreams, right. are you going to always work for somebody else and put more faith in their dreams? Yep. Mm -hmm. right. And um, I w I'm, I'm here today along with Mr. Sonia and these two lovely ladies. We're here to let you know that you know what? You have all the potential, all the, substantial, right. all the substance in you to achieve whatever you want to achieve. Right. And so um, just know that you can do it. You just haven't been exposed to the right information. Mm -hmm. And that's right. what we're here to share with you. Hopefully we can share some things with you that will allow you some principles that will allow you to, once you apply them, whoever you are, you are guaranteed to have success. Right. Mm. So right. Um, I just wanted to say that, and um, we're excited. Right. Yeah. Yes, we are. We're very excited. You know, I, again, being with this gentleman, Mr. Sonia, I couldn't think of a better person I'd like to share this platform with. Thank you, Absolutely. sir. Absolutely. And that's exactly what we want to do. We want to be, we want to be successful. Mm -hmm. Right. And right. so we're going to get right into these questions so we can get some answers to these things that we are dealing with. So my first question that I would like to ask is, how did the dollar and the inflation put, in this, put us in this position to take on debt, to take on debt just to survive? Well, to keep it very simple, um, super simple, because this type of language is not, you know, it's not, traditional to everyone. We, we're, once again, when we go to school, we're taught to work for money, but we're not taught about money. Mm -hmm. So since we're taught to work for money, we have the misconception that what we're working for is real money. And if it was real money, we wouldn't be working hard for it. The cost of living wouldn't be going up. The um, prices in the store wouldn't be going up. So when you use that word inflation, inflation is that silent killer that if we're trying to save paper money, you can't get ahead with that because they're what you call negative interest rates. So I want to keep it simple with us to understand that what we're working hard is not money. It's called a fiat currency. And every single fiat currency in history has gone to its intrinsic value, which is zero. Whenever you have paper money that is not backed by anything that's real or anything of value, it will eventually go to zero. So what not the government, but what we call the central bankers. Central bankers are the individuals who run the monetary system. Okay, it's not the government. The Federal Reserve System is not a federal entity. Okay, this is, a, this is owned by wealthy individuals, wealthy bankers. So these are the individuals who go through a process called quantitative easing. What that means is that they're printing money. The more you print cash, the lesser in value it becomes. So if we just go to a certain point in the history of 1971, once upon a time, when Tricky Dick Nick, I'm sorry, Richard Nixon took the gold, <laughs> I said that on purpose. I know. <laughs> when he took the gold off the dollar, this is when the world changed. 
So once upon a time, the value of the dollar had a lot of value, but gradually gold came off the dollar, and this is the point where we are now, where if you look for anyone that's trying to get ahead in life and they're working for money and trying to save money, they're obsolete. So this is what we must understand that in order to have financial freedom, number one, we have to learn to put cash into its right place. We must understand that gold and silver is the only hedge, is the only way to get ahead to protect you in the climate that we're in, but you must understand that leverage, residual income, and networking is the only way to have financial freedom. So we look at anything, okay? For the average person, getting into networking is key because this allows you to outpace inflation. Once again, if you're trading time for money, you can't win, okay? You have to create leverage. You have to benefit off the efforts of other people, but you have to have a superior system that's gonna allow you to do this. So we look at how the wealthy do. We have several networks from McDonald's, from Sprint, from Comcast, from Chick-fil-A. These are networks where they allow the individual franchisee to come in. But it's a network of entities that are positioned throughout the world, some of them in the United States, where they're benefiting from the efforts and time of others, and the cash flow comes into the wealthy, where they know, because they open up, and for the most of them, they dropped out of school, but they open up the information to know that gold and silver is how I'm going to protect myself. If I have an apartment building, or I have several, several complexes, excuse me, this allows me to have a network of tenants who are paying cash flow. And the individuals like, you use for example, Robert Kiyosaki, they use debt to become wealthy. So this debt they use is not the debt that we're used to using. There's nothing wrong because debt can be good. It's gotten us houses, it's gotten us cars, it's taken us on trips. But the wealthy use debt to get richer because they borrow it at a, a very low interest rate, build what they're going to use as far as land and real estate, and the tenants pay their loans back, and they put their money in protected goods. So inflation or any of the cash devaluation that's going on throughout the world it doesn't affect them. So this somewhat tries to keep it simple. Ladies and gentlemen, we must understand that what we're working for is not money. And once we, we've been taught to work for money, so it's a reverse thinking. Now we're learning how to make money work for us, and we're learning how to protect ourselves in any climate. And I'd, I'd like to add, so um, we talked about the dollar. If you can repeat the question. I remember it was something about... <laughs> How if the question was how did the dollar and inflation put us in the position right. to take on debt right. just to survive? Gotcha, gotcha. So and um, just to kind of echo what uh, Mr. Sonia just said, um, that he's on point with every single thing he said. I just wanted to kind of go back a little bit so that you can understand that the dollar itself is a debt note. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So once you understand that, then you can appreciate the fact that. You can look at your dollar and say, okay, five years ago, could I buy the same amount of goods and services with this one dollar right. that I could do five years ago? And I'm sure if you're honest with yourself, you'll say no. Right. right. And so you might be asking the question, well, it was the Democrats. No, it was the Republicans. Understand something, that it doesn't matter who sits in the government to determine what happens with your dollar. Mm. Right. So there was uh, Dr. Child. Sergio, can you please say that one more time? <laughs> that part right there. It does not matter. It does not matter who's sitting in government to determine what your own economy is in your household. Correct. But you have to understand wealth principles. See, when we talk about a principle, understand something. Principles are laws. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's simply like the law of gravity. 
right? If you don't have to believe in it, it's going to still work. Mm -hmm. You go on top of the building mm. that you're in right now, you step off, and the principle, the law of gravity will show up. Mm -hmm. Is that fair? Yes. So once you understand that, you understand that the paper that you're holding is really a dead note. It was never meant to be something that was going to grow and accumulate. Right? Right. So once you understand it, it's a debt note like your car note. Correct. Your mortgage note. Anything like that. So if we put that in perspective and we take a look at it, we say, okay, is this dollar an asset, right? It's all about acquiring assets. So a lot of folks say, okay, well, what's an asset? An asset is something that makes you money, that brings you money. Correct. Right? A liability is something that reduces, that depreciates, doesn't appreciate, doesn't bring you money, doesn't grow. Right. So when you look at that, if you want to understand what your liabilities are, ask yourself that question. Does it bring me cash flow or does it appreciate in value? Mm -hmm. Now, some folks say, well, my home that I live in is an asset, right? They tell you that the bank would say that's your biggest asset. Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't own the house outright, mm -hmm. you have what's called what? A house note. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Correct. And if you think you own it, don't pay it for three months. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to show you who really <laughs> owns it. Real owner, <laughs> I promise you, right. will show up. Mm -hmm. So understand something. If the dollar bill is a debt note, who owns that? Mm. Good question. Yeah. Ask yourself this question. So do you think that you own that dollar bill that you have in your pocket? I, 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 I submit to you that you do not. It's a dope. The, gov the federal government doesn't even own that dollar. Mm. Now, I'm not going to go too far into this, but right. if you do the research on the Federal Reserve Bank, you'll find out that the Federal Reserve Bank is the organization that Mr. Sion just got finished talking about that prints the dollars, and then sells the dollar, that's the best way to put it. They sell the dollar to the federal government with interest. Mm. And then we pay that interest in our second biggest liability, which would be taxes. Right. Mm. So if you're in the process of trying to secure your household and your family right. uh, legacy, and you're doing it by trying to save, working hard, doing all the honorable, noble things that you should do, and you're trying to save that debt note that's declining in value, that's depreciating, right? right? That is also considered a liability Correct. on the balance sheet of the very company, and it is a company, right that here. creates the dollar bill. Federal the Federal Reserve Bank tells you, you don't have to take my word for it, you don't have to take Ms. Sonny's word for it, you can go to the Federal Reserve website, and you'll see that on that website, the Federal Reserve lists the paper dollar as their biggest, not asset, but liability. That's right. Mm. So you ask yourself, well, what do the wealthy do? I'm not really interested in what they say because they tell me to save in this depreciating asset. Mm -hmm. And we've just been getting pummeled. If you had your 401k mm. last quarter, I know a lot of you are saying, oh, no, I'm winning. I'm up. I'm up. The market, not, not, not you and your, you know, you're this man. Okay, I'm not going to do that. There are some very smart people, and I know you, you're trying to do the right thing, but if you look at your numbers, if you were really doing the right thing, you would reevaluate using a 401k. Mm. And here's why. You're not saving in a 401k. You're simply putting your money somewhere else, right? Tax deferred. Mm. Deferred. Meaning you're going to have to pay it later. Mm. 
Right. Question. Right. Are taxes going to be higher later mm -hmm. or lower? What you think? Higher. higher. Right. So <laughs> when you do that, Right. Understand that you are putting yourself in a position where you are literally taking money out of your pocket. So you've got to figure out a way to outpace inflation. Ask yourself, what do the Federal Reserve do? What do they do with their cash? Mm. And, I, and I submit to you, they actually put their cash in assets, like assets especially physical gold bars. Mm. Absolutely. Wow. Science. I mean, so All right, there ain't the, question, the question, what do you do? So here we are, all right, Mr. Sonia, you, you told us this thing, wow, man, we don't really have a chance, you know, talking about this dollar. I'm saving this dollar and can't do anything with it. 401K is going down. Right. Last quarter, it hit 500 points. It, 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 they had a decline of 500 points last quarter over four times. And then they had two times where, that I remember that was over 1,400 points. Mm. Folks. Ask yourself this question. Where is your money that's in the 401k? It's in the market. Mm -hmm. Right. And if the market is crashing, that's a crash, ladies and gentlemen. That's a crash. Right. If the market's crashing, as it has done at least six times last quarter. Right. At least six times. In fact, last quarter, the, the market crashed at above the rate of the 1984 crash that they called Black Monday. Mm. Wow. Did that at least six times. So again, folks, get your emotions out of it. Mm. Focus on the numbers. Math. It's mathematics. Right. I don't care if you think you're up now. And I'm going to do this one last example. Then we can go to the next question. I don't want <laughs> to talk to us, sir. We, we need this. Yeah, some, we need this. We're going to give you some solutions. People okay? pay for stuff, don't get this. Well, it's a good point. <laughs> right. right. So, so understand that when you have a situation that we're in right now, you've got to be in a position where you decide that you're going to put yourself on the other side of this money. That's right. On the other side. You, don't, you want to get away from the debt, and you want to start acquiring assets. Correct. So, um, to answer the question, <laughs> in 1971, <laughs> when gold was taken off the dollar, that's when we, in, inflation was created. Correct. And whenever they want more, they just print more paper. And then they tell you that it's not worth anything. Mm. That's it. And, then and you know what? And that's so funny you say that because the first time, the, the first thing that people that have limited um, knowledge of money, the first thing we would say is that why they just can't print more money all the time. <laughs> and they do. Why they keep saying we in debt? Just print right. some more money. Right. My son. <laughs> my son. <laughs> my son asked him like a couple of weeks ago. He's like, the government could just print more money. Then not go to the building where they print money at. Wow, wow. Cut down wow. some more trees. He's twelve. He's twelve. You got adults saying it. I said it as adults. That's the question. That's the question. Exactly. Right. Everyone should ask. Why don't they just print more paper? Here's the thing. They do. Mm. Right. That's why we have the problem. It's supply and demand. Mm -hmm. As Mr. Sonia said earlier, the more paper you have out there, the less value it is. Right. Mm. What, makes, what makes something valuable? What makes a gold bar valuable? Mm. What makes it valuable is that it's a finite amount of it on Earth. Correct. In fact, I don't know, you know, we talked about the 80s, right? Mm -hmm. 80s, everybody had gold chains, <laughs> right. all that good stuff. Right. And, um, then you notice that all these shops just started popping up all over the place. We buy cash, we give gold, mm -hmm. we get cash for gold. Mm -hmm. Correct. And they were taking cash for gold. And a lot of folks, and I, and I asked the question, I'm inquisitive like your son. Mm -hmm. I said, 
Well, if they're taking my cash, I mean, my gold for cash, gold must be worth more than cash. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then when you do a little digging, you find out that some of the folks that own these shops that would give you paper mm -hmm. for gold, right? Mm -hmm. well, first of all, they were getting it at a discount. You didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. right? But they were, some of those shops were owned by the government. Mm. Now, if the government is getting all their money in gold, but that, but telling you that they're, they're telling you they're not even talking about gold to you, right? What does that tell you? Um, so I'm gonna salute all my patriots. You know, I'm not gonna say United Snakes of United <laughs> States <laughs> of America. You know, we gotta let it be known. Hey, man. You know, I, I'm just saying. Back. You know, we gotta watch out for those helicopters flying above, man. <laughs> You know, we are still in the nation, near the nation's capital. So, yeah. anyway, that's what. So, I just wanted to um, share that. So, hopefully, we answered your question. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. That's a nice mm -hmm. All right. So, next question. And you guys can call in with questions too. If anyone have any questions, at two four zero seven one nine two five six zero. I just want to put that out there. Okay. Why is this? Why is saving in bank account and paperback financial? instruments not a good strategy for long-term economical growth for our families growth of our families i'm sorry well we kind of we kind of incorporated that answer into the last one but mm -hmm. just to you know go back into it once again the dollar has lost 98 percent of its purchasing power so basically we had a negative interest rate so you can't save cash anymore and then the banks charge fees Fiat currency, paper money is taxed, um, and you just will never get ahead putting paper money in a bank. And then we also have to look at it, like Dr. Sergio stated. I mean, you don't own that cash. You may have $100,000, $50,000 sitting in the bank, but you can't just go get your money that day if you chose to get it. Like I mentioned, the wealthy are borrowing money, so your money has been loaned out. It's called the fractional reserve system, and then that money comes back in through interest rates to yourself, mm -hmm. meaning that you have to pay interest on that cash. So at this point in time, you know, we look at Wells Fargo, we look at just recently Navy Federal Credit Union, oh. they had glitches. Oh, so, you know, that. we see signs all around the world where other countries are only able to maybe get $30 in cash a day out of the ATM machines. So these things has happened in history. And you have a good outlook on the past, you have a better outlook on the future. So with all due respect for the majority, they're not, you know, we know more about football, basketball, and the celebrity stars, and the, mm -hmm. what was this, the Grammys the other night, than mm -hmm. what we know, we know nothing about money. Because we're learning about money from poor people. Mm -hmm. So if poor people are teaching about money, you're going to go down that same road today. So you can't save cash anymore. 1975, you did get 15% interest on your money. So if you had a million dollars, you get, you gained about 150000 But how many things have happened since then that has devalued the currency to where we are today? So anyone trying to get ahead, bank money is the number one product on the planet. Mm -hmm. It's a product. So you can't do it anymore. Um, that's an obsolete idea. You have to know what to do with your money. And, and it goes back to numbers. Right. I mean, um, understand, you know, once you have... Uh, the cash, and you're looking at interest rates, right? And let's mm -hmm. let's talk about the banking process. I used to be, I was a personal banker for the third third largest bank in the U.S. Forgot about that. Um, I did that um, just very briefly, actually. 
and um, was able to come into some knowledge and able to, to learn some things. And I'm going to tell you, it was a conflict of interest for me mm -hmm. because folks would want to come in and they want to get these products. And when your mind has expanded to a certain place, I would sit there and it, was, it would really make my skin crawl sometimes because they'd want to come in thinking they wanted to get something. And then I would have a conversation with them. Mm. And it just drove my manager crazy because I would have my conversation with them to to just kind of find out what they were really trying to get done and what they were trying to achieve. And oftentimes I would educate them and they wouldn't get the product they went in there thinking they were gonna get. Mm -hmm. They'd end up getting the product that really suited their needs as much as possible. However, um, I, I, if we understand what the banking system is, then you'll, you know, and what the fractional reserve is, and you can look that up. I don't know if we're gonna have time to really get into that right now, but you understand, this is the process that happens. Someone walks into the bank, the bank, for all intents and purposes, has no money, mm -hmm. okay? Right. <laughs> the, their money is a depositor's money. Mm -hmm. Walk in, and I give you, Ms. Riles, I give you my money. Mm -hmm. And you gladly take it. Yes, I will. And then you tell me, hey, listen, <laughs> I'll hold your money for free mm -hmm. if, if, every two weeks, I directly deposit my yes. check into your pocket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I say, that's a great idea. <laughs> Right. And I do it, right? And then you say, don't let me fall off, because if I fall off, then you're going to charge me yeah. a percentage. Mm -hmm. The fact that I'm giving you my money, but I don't continue to do it every two weeks, right. so I need to keep a certain amount in there. Yeah. Right. And then you tell me, I tell you what, um, before we go any further, we're going to close at this time every day, so you won't have access to me. But you can go to these ATMs, and when you decide to get some of your money out, many instances, you're going to pay fees. I'm going to pay you some more fees for Correct. that. And then, in addition to that, I got a report to the government how much I've done. They've already taxed most folks. Correct. Mm -hmm. Before I even gave me the money, mm -hmm. they'd already taxed me. But then I got fees on top of fees on top of, and they hide them so well. Mm -hmm. You think that you're really getting over on something, and then they say to you, you've got this savings account attached to your checking. Mm -hmm. See the way my bank account's set up? I got a checking and a savings, and my savings attached to my checking? Mm -hmm. That was my attempt at humor. So what happens is, we do this, we attach the savings there, but the savings, I'm gonna give, you tell me, you say, I tell you what, Doc, I'm gonna give you 1% interest. Wow. Mm -hmm. Right, and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm making money. Mm -hmm. Put my money 1%. in, I make the money. Now, there's, a, there's an accounting principle called the rule of 72, where you can determine mm -hmm. how fast your dollar doubles. Mm -hmm. And the way you do it is you, in, you divide the interest rate into the number 72, and that tells you how long it's going to double. So me and Mr. Sanya have created a relationship. We have a very good relationship right now. And I can go to him and I say, I tell you what, Mr. Sanya, I'm going to give you $1,000. I mean, loan me $1,000. Yes, sir. And when you loan me $1,000, I'm going to double your money. How you like that? And I said, I'm going to double for you, 1% interest. Now, he wouldn't take it. But a lot of folks on here that I wouldn't take that. Yes, you would. You're taking 0.01% right now. But anyway, mm. get back in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> right. So 1% interest. Mm -hmm. You divide 1 into 72, what's that number? 72. 72 years. So I just told my, my dear friend here, I'm going to give him his money back mm. in 72, 72 years. years. Mm. I'm going to double his money. Now, people say they wouldn't take that deal, but you do it every all day, day, every single day. And then not even getting into the factual reserve, you took my money, and then she decides she's going to loan it out. To mm -hmm. 10 more folks. Mm -hmm. 10 more folks. So she can, I give her 100, she can loan out $1,000. Mm -hmm. And then get interest from them, mm -hmm. make money off of that interest, and then she can even loan it back to me if I'm, 
if I'm credit worthy. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. I always say, can I borrow some money? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She said, well, I don't know. I'm holding Check your, your credit. money. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's the biggest, it's the second biggest hoax mm. on earth. So um, it is. The, the third Especially biggest is taxation. But anyway, so understanding, overstanding what you need to do to get beyond that, and that will allow you to just, just, just know what you're doing, folks. Um, you'd be better off if you had $100,000 back in 1971 in cash, and you put it in your safe. Right, Rodney? Let's say you had $100,000 in physical gold. Mm, and put it in your safe. That. Talking about that game. Today, you said, let me take this money out. I want to do something. I'm going to get this house. I know I've gotten some interest, my 1%. My 1%. Correct. <laughs> my 5%, even 15%, you, you, you know, whatever. So you take it out. Cost of living doubles every 20 years, so mm. it really wouldn't be that much anyway. So you take it out. Your, your purchasing power today is somewhere in the neighborhood of, I think, 56000 something mm. like that. You know what your purchasing power with that gold would be? Mm. Take, yes. Just take a wild guess, Mr. Riley. Well, since I heard in the millions over here in my <laughs> head. <laughs> right, You're talking $4.2 million on the dollars. Mm. So do you want to save in a declining, depreciating fiat currency that they give you restrictions on, telling you can't touch it till you're 72? Mm. Wow. Or we're going to charge you penalties? Wow. 401k, I'm sorry. But yeah. we have matching. If I can't touch it, okay. Right. <laughs> or do you want the in physical the gold that is in your possession, your control? Now, Mr. Sonia and myself, we don't have any gold. Right. So for any of y'all thinking, we don't have any gold. <laughs> we, just talk, we, just <laughs> we just talk about it. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so we don't yeah, have any gold. You are messing my mind up. My 17-year-old just asked me to take him to, like, open a bank account thing. And now I'm sitting here listening, and I know he's watching, mm -hmm. and he's going to have a million and one questions. So when you see me send your phone request on Facebook is because my 17-year-old right, right, has right, questions right, right, that right. I can't answer. I so. love it. They need um, to know. They listen, need to know. Listen, you got to right have now. fiat currency to make it in this world. So we don't tell people to just get rid of all your fiat currency. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right now, um, because of this current debt-based system that we're in, you have to use fiat currency to get goods and services. Mm -hmm. right. But we're part of an ecosystem that has actually changed that whole scenario where right. now you don't have to be so determined. But, you know, my rule of thumb is to, all, to people all the time, you know, you don't have to listen to me because I'm just sharing what I, my rule of thumb. You want to have at least six months of expenses saved up. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. In cash. But that's it. Mm -hmm. All this saving your retirement for, how is that working but out they, for the population? But let me say something, Dr. Sergio. We just had um, last month with the whole government shutdown. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those people that have those 401Ks was the same ones that were staying in lines to get food. Right. Yeah, it's serious. Yeah. With their, with their 401k. Listen, um, you know, it, that, was, that was especially painful, especially for us in this area, because all of our folks that we know, a lot of folks are government workers, you know. Mm -hmm. I used to work federal government, and a lot of my closest, some of my closest friends still work there. And it was a painful time. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, for them. Um, but I, I want to share something with you guys. Although the, the markets crashed and all that, and, and by the way, do you think, I mean, I know that resident rump, I mean, that, that gentleman, <laughs> I know that, <laughs> that Wonder Woman over there laughing. Um, I'm not messing I know, with that. I know he's not, you know, people may think that he's really not very smart, and I don't know, the jury's out on that, right? Right. But he is smart enough to know that even if there was this big threat coming from Mexico, who's been our ally for how many years, anyway? Mm -hmm. Even if that... 
He knows that wall isn't going to stop anything. Mm -hmm. Nothing. It's a distraction. Mm -hmm. Big time. Ladies and gentlemen, think about right. it. The government shut down, and he said it because he wanted a wall. But remember, the market just crashed how many times? Six. And how many times, and how many presidents have we had die? At least, what, 40? Well, there are a few of them still alive right now. We had a lot of presidents die. When in the history of the market have they shut down the market because they were burying a president? Right. We just did it. It's amazing that it came on the heels of the, the worst, one of the worst quarters in the history of the market, mm. and on the heels of this wall issue. Mm -hmm. So you just got to connect the dots, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I want to share something with you. There are more billionaires today mm -hmm. than there were 20 years ago. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Billionaires, with a B. At one time, you could look at the Forbes list, even not too long ago, 25, 30 years ago, it'd be maybe 10 people, mm -hmm. 100 right. people mm -hmm. that were listed as billionaires. Mm -hmm. Right. Now you have hundreds. Mm -hmm. That's right. So it's not that folks aren't getting wealthy, it's a wealth transfer. Mm -hmm. right. There's no new money. Right. You simply take wealth from one place and put it in another place. Mm -hmm. And the way that you can capitalize on that is you put yourself in mm -hmm. front of the trends. And I'm going to I'm gonna defer now because... Mm -hmm. We get very passionate about yes, it. Yes, man, that is this is this is powerful. This See is why powerful. I had to have our brother on the show. I, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Just absolutely. okay, just a yes. wealth of knowledge, and this is the knowledge that we need, you absolutely. know, because we missed out on that whole financial literacy part. We have been, like you said, you guys started out and said we have been taught and trained to only go and work for those billionaires and millionaires, and we didn't we missed out on that. But they were training their families. They was teaching this to their families and in their communities. And that's why the money stayed within their communities. Mm. But now it's time for us. That's right. It's time for us to get out of it and get out of our comfort zone and, and stop being so scared to do everything. And we call everything a scam that we don't understand. Mm. Right. Everything that we don't understand, we'll call it a scam. But yet you'll go and show up at a store and buy $200 shoes that they didn't made for 20 cents. Right, right. <laughs> or put your money country. in a bank and <laughs> folks tell you you can't get your money. I had a, yeah. I had a business partner just recently, this past Friday, who was trying to do a wire. Um, and the banker asked him all these questions. And, you know, they, it's funny that you had to ask people questions about where they're sending their money. Now, of course because of money laundering, so on and so forth. But he and his wife had a tremendous time getting the, getting the ability to their just send money. their own, money, their own mm. money to somewhere else. And then the banker really stepped beyond and said, well, are you sure you want to do this? It's my money. Roz, let me tell you something. <laughs> it's my money, Roz. I, I, all these questions you're asking, <laughs> right, push right. those little buttons. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take all my money out. That's right. Mm -mm. Guys, so you know um, this show is only an hour long, so what we want to do before we go, we definitely want um, Dr. Sergio and Demi to give you this their information so you guys can follow up. And just to let you guys know, we have a treat. The McYon Show is adding a financial segment to the show, so every month we will definitely be having these brothers here, and they will be coming in to educate us and get us, give us all this information that we need to be able to, you know, have that generational worth, that, that worth that we could be able to live, for, that we could be able to transfer to generations to generations, because we're not going to always be here. And so right. we have to leave something for our future generations. Right. And so we thank you guys for this knowledge that, that you yeah. guys have, so and we're going right. to be bringing it. Right. We are right. definitely going to be bringing it. 
So, guys, can you definitely give your contact information to everyone? Absolutely. And next segment, we're going to most definitely talk about the problem, which was really education. Mm -hmm. We're going to do focus mainly more on the solution mm -hmm. and how the solution could allow the average person or even the ignorant millionaire take things to the next level and prosper in the times that we're in right now. So for those that would like to get in touch with me, my phone number is 202-696-0010. If I don't answer, that means I'm in a meeting or doing a presentation. And he's serious. This brother doesn't sleep. He doesn't sleep. <laughs> he's not sleeping, I promise you. <laughs> and that's just my presentation. Anyway, <laughs> so, and um, you can reach me at 202-424-8944 or www.realgoldcrypto.com. Again, that's www.realgoldcrypto.com. Awesome. Roz, definitely give your information out. Um, you can follow me, Roz in the community, on Facebook. And you know I am MBA Speaks. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. And we will be back here next week, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good night. God bless. And see you soon. Success is voluntary. You deserve it. Mm. Right. What he said. What he said. <laughs>